They were black, croissant-shaped, and instantly recognizable to my male brain. Still, it took me a few seconds to comprehend the scrunched-up pair of women's underwear on the floor of my dim Luxembourg apartment. The effect of some spirit, vodka, possibly, clouded my vision. I crouched down and picked them up. My fingers were shaky and I felt sweat on the back of my neck, even though it was the depths of winter. Whose were they? I scanned the rest of my bedroom for clues. The parquet floor and high ceiling swam murkily. It was too dark to see much, with the shutters closed and my fierce hangover wasn't helping. Yet all the other clothes strewn around looked to be my own. There were my Hugo Boss black trousers, my metallic grey work shirt, my belt and leather slip-ons. Somewhere there, too, hopefully, was my old Rolex. I couldn't see the bed properly. There was no one in it, but I couldn't tell whether there was a depression in the mattress from someone else having slept there. In my trouser pocket I found my phone, the battery almost dead. Claire asking after midnight, Can we talk? Again. The last text was from Phil at 3.17am. Where are you? I needed to see what else was in my pocket. Credit card receipts? A woman's phone number? There was a receipt from Ducal Casino for a bottle of L'Encens Champagne and two club sandwiches totalling 185 euros. It was time-stamped 0244. Nothing else. I almost called Phil, but his text suggested that he didn't know the answer to my question either. Where was I last night? I winced as I opened the shutters and the window. Pigeons cooed from the stone balcony which was dusted with snow. Didn't these creatures feel the cold? There was a mewling sound. A cat, perhaps. Buses and other traffic rumbled along Avenue de la Liberté below. Opposite were old stone apartment buildings, low-rise but grandly so. I was naked, but I doubted anyone was looking in. I turned around and the bedroom glared at me. The sheets and pillows blue-white. On the left side of the bed, the side I didn't sleep on, were a couple of blonde hairs which caught the light like filigree. Those would be Claire's. She'd visited from London a week or so ago. We'd tried to work things out, declared defeat, and then had break-up sex. The best sex of our relationship. I thought for a second the underwear might be hers, only why would they have suddenly appeared at the foot of my bed? The ghost of relationships past? Besides, they didn't look like Claire's. In some way that I couldn't quite identify, they weren't her style. Too foreign-looking. Well, they definitely weren't mine. And yet, I was now their custodian. A far cry from a glass slipper, granted. I shook my head at the comparison, wincing at the pain this movement caused, and hoping to God that I had some dispersible aspirin left in the bathroom cabinet. I picked up the knickers again. There was no label, no la pella, nothing. The material was soft and worn and not showy, suggesting that their owner may not have been expecting to get naked, which was something. At least they weren't an escorts. Escorts were not my thing. But this wasn't the case for other professionals based here. Luxembourg was a city of just one hundred thousand people, teeming with overpaid expats like myself. Many of the other foreigners were married with families in other countries. The love nests they tended to share with weekday companions lay empty here at weekends, and particularly in this part of town, close to the financial centre. High-end escorts and mistresses kept the tills of Cartier and Gucci discreetly ringing just a few streets away.
At this precise moment, 9.17 on a Sunday morning, the red LED of my bedside clock announced, nothing could be ruled out. I scrunched the knickers back up, about to throw them away, which felt wrong. After all, I must have had sex with whoever had been wearing them, or at least tried to. But the idea of stuffing them into a drawer seemed equally inappropriate. I padded through to the bathroom and opened the mirrored cabinet door. No aspirin. Fuck. Madame Dorio, my landlady, might have picked some up on her weekly shop. Then I noticed that my Gillette razor and shaving cream were more neatly arranged than usual. I'm not a slob, don't get me wrong, but the early morning rush often causes me to hurl them back into the cabinet. There's no space around the basin to leave them out.